Welcome to Living Life. Do you know uh, blindness comes in many different forms? Uh, in the passage today, we're going to talk about that. Uh, there's physical blindness, which uh, would cause one uh, not to be able to physically see images, objects. But then there's also spiritual blindness, uh, where God is trying to get through to you to reveal spiritual truth, and you refuse uh, to open your eyes, your spiritual eyes, and to see what God is saying to you. And there's other types of blindness too, but we want to focus today on the blindness related to this, uh, in this scripture related to the man who was born blind. And we want to relate that to our own experience. Has God tried to get through to us a spiritual truth? Has he, has he tried to reveal something to us and we've just refused to accept the truth? We have chosen to stay blind to God, even though God is the God of light and God is the God to bring illumination to our hearts and our minds, we have chosen to stay blind. Well, hopefully today, after this lesson, we will begin to see and sense the presence of God opening our spiritual eyes to see the spiritual truth or revelation that he has specifically given us that we no longer may be blind, but we might be like the man who was born blind and say, I once was blind, but now I see. Let's take a look at the passage. John chapter 9, verses 13 through 34. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had been blind. Now the day on which Jesus had made the mud and opened the man's eyes was a Sabbath. Therefore the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. He put mud on my eyes, the man replied, and I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others asked, How can a sinner perform such signs? So they were divided. Then they turned again to the blind man. What have you to say about him? It was your eyes he opened. The man replied, He is a prophet. They still did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they sent for the man's parents. Is this your son? they asked. Is this the one you say was born blind? How is it that now he can see? We know he is our son, the parents answered, and we know he was born blind. But how he can see now or who opened his eyes, we don't know. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders, who already had decided that anyone who'd acknowledged that Jesus was the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. That was why his parents said, He is of age. Ask him. 
A second time they summoned the man who had been blind. Give glory to God by telling the truth, they said. We know this man is a sinner. He replied, Whether he is a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. Then they asked him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered, I have told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? Then they hurled insults at him and said, You are this fellow's disciple. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but as for this fellow, we don't even know where he comes from. The man answered, Now that is remarkable. You don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners. He listens to the godly person who does his will. Nobody has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. To this they replied, You were steeped in sin at birth. How dare you lecture us? And they threw him out. Welcome back to Living Life. You know, as we're talking about this subject of blindness, a blindness can occur in many different instances. There's a story about a farmer whose land flooded, and he said, I trust in God. I'm going to stand my ground because God is going to rescue me. God is going to save me. So as the flood starts to increase, a man comes by in a boat and says to him, jump in, I'll save you. He says, no, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to trust in God. And as the flood continues to increase, as it continues to overflow, another boat comes by and he says, jump in, I'm rescuing you, I'll save you. He says, no, I'll continue to trust in God and stand my ground. The flood continues and now it's his house, he's at the very top of his house and the flood waters are starting to overtake his house and a helicopter comes by and the helicopter lets down a ladder and, the la and he says, grab onto the ladder, I will save you, I will rescue you. And the man says, no, I'm gonna hold my ground because God is going to save me, God is going to rescue me and the helicopter leaves and unfortunately the man drowns. What's the point of this story? Well, even though the man uh, had a very legitimate faith saying, I'm going to trust in God, there are times where God is speaking, there's times where God is revealing his help or his rescue, or even just a truth, a spiritual truth, but we refuse to see it because we continue to stay in our own little agenda, in our own place, and begin and realize that we cannot see what God is showing us because we refuse to see. And in essence, we are spiritually blind. We have willfully blinded ourselves to what God is doing. You can't put God into a box. God is always moving. God is always working. But he works in different ways to accomplish his ultimate purpose. But sometimes we put him into a box and say, God must be able to work this way. Well, you know, in this particular passage in, in John uh, chapter 9, starting at verse 13 through verse 34, we see uh, in this passage Pharisees who have just been introduced, who have just received a man 
who was brought to them by the neighbors of this man who was healed of his blindness, which he had since birth. But they refused to believe because it was on the Sabbath. And they concluded that anyone who is doing work on the Sabbath must be a sinner and can't be from God. Who they were talking about was Jesus. That Jesus, because he performed this, this healing on the Sabbath, was a sinner and could not have done this. Did they accept the testimony of the neighbors? No. They then wanted to hear from the man himself. And the man says, Jesus put mud on my eyes and I couldn't see, but now I can. They didn't accept his testimony either. Do you think they stopped there? No. Then they wanted the parents of this man. And the parents came and said, he is our son. And he was blind from birth. How he can see, we do not know. But he's old enough. Ask him. And they couldn't and they wouldn't accept the testimony of the parents either. So they called the blind man back again to ask him again. Give glory to God, they say. Tell the truth. How did this man open your eyes? And the man says, I told you but you're not listening. You know, that's the point where we get sometimes where God will tell us, God will try to reveal the spiritual truth, but we're simply not listening because our eyes are closed to what he's saying and what's going on in his revelation. And so after that, they talk to the man and, they, and he tells them again that he made me see how I know, I don't know how it did. He put mud on my eyes and he caused me to see if he's a prophet uh, or if I'm, a, a, well, I'm one of his disciples. All I'm telling you is that he's the one who brought about my sight. And he was telling them, he was telling the Pharisees, you don't know about this man and you claim that you, uh, you are the teachers, essentially the teachers of the law. And they told him, don't lecture us because you have been steeped in sin from birth. Now, we know that's not true because Jesus said in, in the beginning of the passage in Matthew, and, and, excuse me, in John 9, uh, John 9, 1 and 2, uh, the, he was asked, he was asked, who sinned by the disciples? Was it this man who was who born blind or was it his parents? And Jesus said, neither. It was only done so that the works of God might be displayed in his life so that God might be glorified. So they put him out of the synagogue and because they refused to accept the truth of God, that God works. He works with people, even those who may not have accepted him initially. And not only that, but he also works on the Sabbath because he is the Lord of the Sabbath. He is the Sabbath keeper. He is the one for whom this, the, he's the one who created the Sabbath. He is God. Jesus, as we know, is the word of God. He is God almighty. He is God the son. So when we look at this passage, the question for us is, will we continue to stay in blindness or will we look to God and open our eyes and see the spiritual truth that God is bringing to us that we might begin to not only see him, but we might begin to walk in him in legitimacy and in intimacy and in truth. 
What is God trying to open your heart and mind about right now that you've closed your eyes to, that you close your heart to? What is he trying to reveal to you that you might no longer be blind and you will be able to see him in a completely different way so that your spiritual walk with God in your life will be enhanced because now you can see. Just like the blind man who, even though he was restored of his physical sight, until he was restored of his spiritual sight in knowing Jesus, he was still spiritually blind, although physically seeing. But what about you today? Today is an opportunity to begin seeing God through God's eyes. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time. We thank you for this opportunity to be in your presence. And we just ask that you might bless all those in the sound of this hearing, that they may come to see you in their blind eyes might be open. I pray all this in Jesus' blessed, wonderful name. Amen. This program is produced Oh uh-huh.